Hey guys, I'm really excited to be here today. I'm Dr. Alan Trites, and this podcast is Great Health Does Not Have to Be a Mission Impossible. And I'm excited because today, episode three, we are going to get going. And in this episode, I'm going to give you my top 10 tips on making energy. Before that, is it okay if I give you something awesome for free? Well, I have a download and a lengthy checklist on the top things that you can do to start reducing inflammation and get rid of some items such as chemicals or exposures or foods that are creating disease and inflammation in your home and office. Does that sound great? hope so. Now, before I get started, I want to get some nonsense out of the way. And the nonsense is often what we call headspace. Now, it could be what we call your little voice or it could be somebody else's. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to help you stop your little voice from slowing down your progress and sometimes running your health. So too often I hear clinically is, I don't have enough time, or I can't make that effort, or I don't have enough energy to do that. That takes a lot of effort. Or I've tried that. It doesn't work, or even worse. Well, it won't work for me. So these are not always truths. There are certain things that do not work for people. I'm, I can agree to that. But it's you getting in the way of yourself from your progress. So how do you get out of your headspace? Because, you know, these things are going to happen. It's just human nature. You have this part of your brain called the limbic brain, which is a reptilian brain, and you have to have the survival. And if you don't have any energy, you're trying to conserve energy so that you can survive. So it's very hard to get out of that rut. So once you're in it, you're in it. So this is going to happen, especially if you don't have any energy. And what I'm going to ask you to do is when you say, I don't have enough time, in your head you say, stop. I've tried that. It doesn't work for me. It's not going to work for me. Stop. These are what's called pattern interrupts. And it helps you stop that little voice in your head that's going down the wrong pathway. And it gets you to redirect. What can you do? Can you get yourself back on? Can you now prepare? I can't prepare for shopping night. I'm allergic to everything. I can't eat anything. I can't. I'm going to go on a trip and I don't know what I can do. Stop. Stop. Where are you going to go moving forward? Get that little voice out of your head. Or if somebody says to you, well, you know, I'm, I'm, well, I'm gluten-free and dairy-free. And you're, like his friend says to you, that's not going to work for you. Stop. They don't know anything. Do they know your life? Do they know where you're at? Do they know your inflammation? Have they run blood tests on you? Um, what do they know about you? Probably not enough to make that decision for you. So get them out of your head. In your head, stop. Or even better yet, tell them to stop. If they're really your friend, they'll get it because they're saying something negative to you that doesn't help you improve. So for those of you who have low energy, fatigue, autoimmune conditions, gut issues, digestive issues, brain fog, memory issues, you can't exercise, and if you do, you can't recover, you have restless leg syndrome, anxiety, depression, immune conditions, etc., you need more energy. I want you to feel better. And I'm going to give you a little bit more than you were anticipating because I know that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you're going to get a download and you're like, okay, what's this download? And you have to put your email in and get it. It's actually 90 pages of information of how to de-inflame your body because inflammation runs all disease. And whether it's blood sugar is up too high or you're working out too much or you really don't have enough energy, we're going to start taking little things off of your plate so that we de-stress the body chemically so that you can start to deal with other things. That's a really good start and you're going to have to do that at some point anyway. But here's the nitty gritty. 
you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And so what it comes down to is mitochondrial function. And that's a big word. It just means there's a piece of your cell that's responsible for how your body makes energy. And it comes in itty bitty packets that are called ATP. And if you're making really good in ATP and you're stoking your fire, like if you've ever had a fire and you're putting air into it, fire goes up more energy is coming out of that fire. Well, that's what ATP is. And so if it gets oxygen with oxygen aerobic, you make about 36 units of energy. But there are some people who have metabolic diseases and they can only make two. So it's almost like they're sprinting down the road every time. So they're tired all the time. But there are other things that slow down metabolic rates. For instance, if you had anemia, it slows down metabolic rates. If your blood sugar is too high or too low, it slows down metabolic rates. If you have a lot of inflammation or autoimmune disease, such as lupus or auto. Uh, or diabetes, or Sjogren's, or scleroderma, or mixed connective tissue issues, or Hashimoto's thyroiditis. All these are autoimmune, and there's 140 of, the, 140 of these, and I can go on forever, like if we get to the gut, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's celiac, pernicious anemia, on and on and on, I guess we can go. So understand that all of these are inflammatory, and they steal energy. Well, so does stress. You can have life stress, you can have emotional stress, you get a mental stress, you get a physiological stress of everything that I put above it. Or you could have environmental issues. Maybe you have food sensitivities. Maybe you have chemicals that you put on now. Maybe you have the inability, maybe you're in college and you could go out for a drink or two in college and now you have half of a drink and you can't detoxify. That means that there's energy that's not going through your detoxification system or the other stress. So, I mean, there's a reason why there's so many chemicals that are out there and then they get on a clash action lawsuit. It's because they go and affect and slow down the ability for your, what's called your mitochondria to make ATP. And that happens because of these things that are toxic that are called free radicals. And free radicals technically are called reactive oxygen species. It's not important for you to know that, but a free radical binds to your mitochondria and then it doesn't allow the ATP production to happen. Or it puts the ATP in a anaerobic, meaning it can't use oxygen to make more energy state. So how do we get you out of that is we have to give you antioxidants. Well, what's the research on antioxidants? It's like, um, do you feel any better? Did your oxygen content come up? Did your brain fog get better? Could you sleep better? Try some more. That's really all the research that's out there. So um, in the next um, section here, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you 10 ways that are really good to at least start the body from making energy. So the download you're going to have is, hey, here's all the way to detoxify myself and to, to reduce inflammation and to really get my body working well. And that does take things that suck energy out of your body off your plate. This helps your body start to make energy. So this is going to seem a little weird at first, but 10 different ways. So the first way is eat fewer calories. And the reason that is, is as your body has less calories, it starts can, it can actually start burning your fat, which is a good thing, but it actually increases what's called the telomeres. And that's the end of the cell. So at, at or sorry, the end of the DNA. So at the, at a DNA strain, strand, you only have so many times that it replicates and replicates and replicates and replicates and eventually it gets worn out. So if you're ever like, um, go back in time, I'm going to take this master cassette tape and I'm going to duplicate it or I'm going to make you my mixtape or I'm going to spin it onto um, a CD player. Again, I know those are older. We're all into MP4s and everything else now, but I hope you get what I'm saying. And those copies, the copy of the copy, the copy of the copy start to not be the same because this is running again and again and it's getting tired. That's what a telomere is. And so it slows down and then the copy gets bad and that's when that cell ends up dying. That's called apoptosis or it just breaks down. So fewer calories actually extends the life of the telomere. That's how it works. So that's a good way to start. Number two, try to eat your food within eight to 10 hour window that changes your blood sugar which again extends telomeres and then it has your body deal with caloric intake and it starts to make more energy 
that's uh, in a in a way that's part of what intermittent fasting does, but not everybody qualifies with that. So if you're hypoglycemic, please don't hop into that. That's not the first strategy to have. Number three, we want to stop you from eating refined carbohydrates. So your soda, your wine, <laughs> that's white wine more or less. The red wine's a little bit better. Um, the white bread, the pasta, the glutens, all those pastries, all the, the the yummy stuff that can get in there, all those sugars spike your insulin. When you have a anything that has gluten in it, it spikes your insulin. And when your insulin comes up, it puts the sugar into the cell, you get fat and it comes down and it's not going to work. It's not going to the mitochondria. It goes to other places. It goes to your fat stores. They don't need they don't need to make energy. They're there to save energy and conserve it for when you're starving. So understand that when you eat those foods, you're not like putting into the cell and you're getting this whole boost of energy. It's actually storing it in the fat, and then you're not making quality energy. The next one is eat some quality protein, and these are grass-fed beef. Now you might have seen like grass-fed meats before, but if it's not grass-finished, it has the one above. They finish them with corn. They finish them with oats. They finish them things that have gluten in it because every grain, no matter what, has gluten in it. Even corn that so many companies say, oh, I'll give you corn because it's gluten-free, has 45% gluten in it. That's not gluten-free, but it qualifies because it's under 55%. So that's a big one for you. So you're still raising your blood sugar. So grass-finished, grass-fed, grass-finished. Um, when it comes to eggs, you want to have them pasteurized. You want to have them cage-free, antibiotic-free, hormone-free as many things as possible. Keep in mind that if I'm cage-free, I could be sitting in here in my office with a chicken, and because the chicken isn't technically in a coop, it's cage-free. And if I have my window open and it has light to it, that can qualify as cage-free. They're not cage-free and they're not allowed to roam around. And then depending on how they feed them, if they go out in the pasture, they pick up bugs, which helps their eggs make an anti-inflammatory fat called omega-3, versus if they feed them grain, because it has gluten in it, they create an omega-6, which is an inflammatory. So that's the debate. Eggs good for me, eggs not for me. Now, understand that some people just have egg sensitivities or egg allergies. It's because their microbiome and their gut is broken down and they've reacted to them. But for the most part, it comes down to what did the chicken eat and how does it live? Uh, next, we want to talk about quality fats. What, what's a good fat? Well, if you're going and just having a fried food, that's not a good fat. But a good fat is rich in what's called omega-3. So you might have heard of flaxseed oil. You might have heard of fish oils before. And not all fish oils come the same. All these are supposed to come and mix the alpha tocopherols, which is the type of vitamin E. So if you're reading your label, it needs to have it on there. And they should have a CLA and an ALA because all the fats should come together and work because that's what's called an essential fatty acid. So if you're just taking one, you might only be getting one part of it and you're not getting the, the, the benefit of it. So there are two parts of the uh, as it gets broken down. One is called EPA, which is really for pain, and the other is called uh, DHA, which is really for brain. So ideally, we have EPA, DHA, ALA, CLA all blended together to make that work. And then you can also have uh, different forms of these. It, they act as free radical scavengers. They're antioxidants. They're anti-inflammatory. That's why we like to take essential fatty acids, but you also get it in other forms like alpha-lipoic acid. That's an antioxidant. You can eat beets, and you can eat carrots, and you can eat sprouts to help do that. And that's when we get into antioxidant-rich foods because a free radical um, that comes and binds to your mitochondria that then doesn't allow it to make ATP for energy must be offset by these things called antioxidants. And so antioxidant-rich food, um, like your green leafy vegetables is one start. So dark chocolate is, a, is an antioxidant. But keep in mind, when it has sugar to it, you're losing the, the ability. So you have to kind of eat those ones that don't have much sugar in them, don't have as much flavor, which might move you on to something else. But sometimes there's a keto one that they might put it with a, a coconut fat or um, maybe a butter fat or ghee fat or something like that that actually makes it taste good. So you're getting a good fat with a uh, good antioxidant. 
you can also have these uh, things called resveratrol. Now, you're only supposed to have four ounces of wine to get the amount of resveratrol. I've never been out in public where like, oh, here's only four ounces of wine. So there's some reality that comes in there. And then there's dark chocolate, um, not just dark chocolate, dark coffee. So dark coffee, especially organic dark coffee, is very rich in antioxidants. So you can get it that way. Now, there's other things that we can supplement and get to for um, to help in office. Or we can have people just, hey, go buy this online. And this is what we have, we found to be one of the highest sources of antioxidant. That's much later. But this is a starting point to get things going. So if you got them around your house, go, go for it. The other thing is... In order for your body to make energy, and this is a big in order, you have to move. So if you have migraines in your life, I can't function because I have migraines. I can't. That's the worst thing to do is to lay down. Other than, I mean, you have when it's an intense side of it, you need to lay down. But when you get past and you still have, whether it's the aura that's coming, it's going, get up and move. Why? Because to get blood to go to the brain, it requires oxygen and it requires energy. And when you're not moving, you're not making energy. So that has to be part of it. Now, ideally... 30 minutes a day. So you get the job done, right? But what if you're, you don't have any energy or you go walk for 30 minutes and two days later, you're still, you're still sore. That's not much help now, is it? So we move a lot of those people into high intensity where they're doing short bursts. Maybe it's up the, up the stairs really quick, or they do 20 squats once a day or twice a day or something like that, because it is better at making the body make energy and you don't create free radicals from over-exercising because some people let's say you had fibromyalgia or you just had joint pain in general and you just went and did something for two or three minutes or let's say you're bending over and you're picking up whether it's laundry or you're hammering something in the, in the ground and you stand up and all of a sudden your back is just kind of seized up and real tired you don't have enough energy in there to keep the muscles fluid and they, they can't come up are you fatigued do you let me have been over for a few minutes um you know did you break something no you just don't have enough energy for the muscles to fire and so they've gotten to fatigue and now they're 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 sensing up so that's how that works um, the eighth one is that you should get into an infrared sauna and ideally like 30 or 40 minutes a week. And if you can't get into an infrared sauna, the other option is to take very cold showers or get into an ice bath. The way that these work and how they go back and forth, one is a detoxifier, one is an anti-inflammatory. They actually help and they rebound. The body makes its own antioxidants that way, which means that you reduce free radicals, which means that you can actually be more efficient to make energy. So that's how those work. The other thing, it's bigger, it's easier said than done is to reduce stress. So you can relax, uh, you can meditate, you can uh, have a very light massage, touch, not digging in deep. That can actually create a stress response. Um, some people get into their deep meditation or they go to prayer, they, they hang out with people in a religious situ um, setting so that they can relax. Um, and if you're not relaxed, that's not the place to go. So you, you could be working in service for somebody, you could be volunteering your time, you could be uh, whatever it is that makes you happy. Because when you're happy, and sometimes you just have to watch a comedy. Um, it, because it makes you happy. It makes you laugh. Those things all reduce stress. And when you reduce stress, the other free radicals don't hit those mitochondria as hard and you can start to make energy. So these are really good starting points. And the last one I'm going to leave you with is you need to try to get some sleep. Now, again, easier said than done. If your blood sugar's off, if there's too much inflammation, if you don't eat the right diet, um, it, it, all these things that come in or you never move and there's no energy, it's very hard to sleep. Why? Your brain actually requires energy when you're sleeping. You know why? You're not eating. You're not moving. You're not getting blood to it. So it has to figure it all out. So if your energy threshold is low, you're going to keep getting woken up. You're not going to make be able to relax. I mean, sure, you're going to sit down on the sofa when you get home from work or whatever, and you're going to fall right asleep, but it's not quality sleep, and then you're going to wake up, and then you try to go to sleep, and then it's just not going to be the... You're not going to stay asleep throughout the night. That's how that physiology works. So... What I'm going to offer you, yes, you're still going to get your download. 
and that should have popped up by now. So you're still going to get your download, and, and I, I encourage you to, to start there. But I'm also going to offer you a book, and it's really my book that's called Sick and Tired of Being Sick and Tired, and it goes into a little bit more details of all these little steps that we go through that I just went through, and hey, do this, do that, try this, try that, because this might not work for everybody, and then this other thing works for you. So remember, I used to be in the same pain with you. I didn't have the energy to function. I could barely work, and I didn't even have the motivation to do much of anything. Life sucked, and it doesn't have to be that way for you. So if you haven't already downloaded, go to our link. It's it's a short link. It's bit.ly backslash 3p as in Paul, 67w, capital N, that's important, 5. You're going to get the short quiz, and then you'll be able to get your download of this 90-page book to get started on your road for great health. You can always learn more about our office at choosenewleaf.com, and there you can get our free newsletter. Again, we don't send them out, um, but we do try to provide the best information that we can find, and you can download our previous newsletters. I want to thank you for tuning in. I know there's a lot of iTunes and podcasts out there to listen to. So I thank you so much for being with us in this episode. And if you have some feedback you'd like to share, please leave a note in the comment section. You can also ask about specific topics. And while I have hundreds prepared, I'll do my best to integrate as the world changes. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your friends by using the social media buttons. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes to get an automatic update uh, for our next episodes. And stay along with our podcast. Great health does not have to be a mission impossible. And finally, if you can just take a few seconds, leave us an honest review and rating on iTunes. That really helps us out when it comes to the ranking of the show and what we need to do to market it and help other people. And I'm going to make it a point to read every single one of those reviews um, that we get. So thank you again for listening. I'm Dr. Trites.